0: Welcome to Malcolm at 8, the voice of the nation. Uh, New format, friends, uh, as we kick off a new week. Uh, Catch the show 8 p.m. Eastern Time, every day now, Monday through Friday, just after the National Security Hour with our military generals and uh, intel experts and what have you at 7. Don't forget at 6 is Tom Rents uh we got a great lineup and after this show at 8 p.m you'll see after dark dark with robin andrew they're doing a, a bang up job as well there but anyways bringing it real to you uh so but you can always catch the encore to this broadcast as well the following morning at 8 a.m so if you miss us that night we hope you don't but if that happens you can catch it in the drive time the following morning by the way so Uh, All right. Uh, Listen, today, big topics here. Uh, We're going to start and dive right into a lot of this uh, Target stuff you've been seeing, or some people pronounce it Target. You're from that part of the world, right? And uh, you also seen the controversy with Bud Light. Uh, There's a lot more to that. Disney, PetSmart, it goes pretty deep, friends. Uh, And there's controversy everywhere, no matter where you look. You know, the one thing I've never understood about corporations or corporate America just as well as I never understood it with uh, celebrities, entertainers, singers, actors, that sort of thing. Um, People are professions who make their lifestyle to need to uh, appeal to a large group of people, right? I mean, I've never understood why those folks want to disengage or alienate half of the population, easy half of the population, sometimes more. I never really did get that uh, don't really get the concept not a good business decision whether you're a celebrity a singer actor or corporate america or a disney don't get the don't get it and now we're seeing it, the interesting thing about this is the ideology that is being pushed onto people is something we need to really talk about today Um you know there's some things we all need to get off our chest and for the record Uh, I'm going to give you my truth right here In the upfront points here Before we bring our expert guest And have a bigger conversation But You know, I don't like people Who discriminate against anybody, frankly I don't like to discriminate against anybody I don't consider it a joke Uh, And whatever it is I, I don't care if it's male, female, black, white Gender, sex, gay, straight, trans Whatever Live your life in whatever capacity You wish to live it I'm cool with that, man Okay. And everybody should be cool with that. I mean, that is uh, American diversity. It's, it's the uniqueness of our nation. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem here, and you already know the problem here, is they're trying to take these ideologies and these concepts and they're jamming it down your throat. You know, it was one thing years back when they started those gay parades. Remember that? like that was a normal sort of event. Well, it is if you're gay, but if you're not gay, maybe it's not. But do you want to bring little Susie and Mikey to go see the gay parade? Or do you have to be part of a gay family to go see the gay parade? Or if you're straight and you're watching the gay parade, what does that make? You know, I mean, it was the gay parade was in celebration of pride and gay and all. Okay. But then it was in the schools. And uh, nope. I wonder with the parades if, I, yeah, listen, I don't know if mom and dad should have pushed back then. They said, "No, that's we're not we're not going to play with that. We're, that's not normal behavior." Now, then you get into this concept of your, you know, your, your. We're disqualifying the conversation because we're saying somebody's not normal if they're getting, and, and you get into a whole lot of psychology here about what is normal and what isn't normal, right? That's not really the argument, although it's you, you see, it gets tricky because you're you take a stand and anybody should be able to live their life however they want to live it. But it's when they're forcing you to accept whatever their ideology is or their thought process or whatever it might be. Do you know what I mean? You know, that's the problem. That's the sticking point here. That's where, that's where the, the, uh, it gets a little tricky in the conversation, but it becomes a whole nother conversation. People when corporate America is jamming it at you. And forcing you as a buy-in customer, nonetheless, and saying no, you have to like this. I, I, here, here's a bunch of examples, okay? So my, my wife the other day goes on to online to get some outfits for our for our little dog for Zachary, you know, my little Chinese crested, right? She goes get some wants to get some outfits, so goes in and puts patriotic outfits for Fourth of July and some other things, and she got a tsunami of pride, gay things, uh, pets uh, uh, for the animals, for so the dogs and what have you, you know. So they're even trying to indoctrinate the animals at this point. I mean, if you can believe that, your dogs and and cats, and I don't know about canaries yet, but they're surely indoctrinating the animals as well. So they run around with rainbows. on, And that's another thing that irritates the hell out of me. And i have to get this off my chest as well. Why did they have to pick the rainbow, God's vision of a beautiful world in the rainbow, and take that as their symbol? So anytime you see a rainbow now, what does it mean? What comes to your mind? Exactly. I mean, it isn't about the, the, the beauty of the world or the fact that the rain and the sun mixed at the moment and created this uh, uh, God event of a rainbow. not about that anymore at all. Right? It's a whole different meaning today, people. Yeah, so it's it's about that, and of course the rainbow is colorful. And what guess what? Kids love colors. Kids love that. You know, remember as kids, everybody probably drew rainbows as kids. I right? then you, you had your colors, your yellow and blue, made purple, and you had to keep the colors straight. I mean, I we all did that as kids. I never thought in the wildest dreams as a kid that we'd be talking about the gay community or gender or trans later on in life. But that's exactly where we're at. Now, you see what's transpired with Disney and Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida took on Disney in a huge way. Whether or not that helps him in his presidential uh, deal is going to be another question, because nationally, it's a bigger argument on the, the woke in the in the nation versus a state. You might be able to control the state narrative a little bit more. The national narrative, we're, we're way down the boulevard at this point, people. It, you know, and, and it's because I'm going to suggest to you that... We continue to give in. Middle America, Mom and Dad USA, don't stop and say enough. Enough is enough. We're not going to play that game anymore with you. That didn't happen when the gay parades came down Main Street USA, but it wasn't enough for them. You see, it wasn't enough for the gay community, now the trans community. And there are those who would argue with the gay community, and the trans community, two different things, that the, the gay community doesn't like the trans community anymore. Either way, this has all been hijacked. The ideology that's been hijacked by political officials has been hijacked by corporate America and it's been hijacked to divide the people. That's what we're dealing with now, like every like everything else, like any other phobe or ism out there. It's a mechanism to divide Americans and it's being used as such in a very ugly way. Now, we're seeing reports that Target has lost. I've seen one report they lost 9000000000 billion. I've seen another report they lost 20000000000 billion. I've seen another report that they're losing 30 to $40 billion. Um, Whatever it is, even, listen to me now. Even if you were losing, a billion dollars is a lot of money. I'd like to have a billion dollars, you know, a, just a billion. Whatever the billions are you're losing, why would you make that business decision, right? Why? What, kind, what, what, what do these shareholders think of that, I wonder? Are they in on this? Do they realize that these corporations like Target, Bud Light, Disney, PetSmart? And by the way, you go to the PetSmart thing, and they got a whole pride, and it's all out there. Now, Target's had a lot of backlash. They, many of these stores, depending on where they're located and what geographical area, with the demographics you know some of them have they downsized the the displays others have pushed it to the back of the stores uh and others haven't moved it at all and a lot of it comes back to probably the general managers and whether corporate how much freedom they give them or not uh, for those displays but there's a flashback back to this and now the here, here's the kicker though the political operatives. And the, uh, the, the the media operatives, all of this, uh, they're using this as a tool to say, well, it's those nasty MAGA Republicans again. It's those MAGA, freaking Republicans, as MAGA disgusting Republicans. Those people. Yeah, those people who like the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, those are the people. They love the flag. Who are these bunch of assholes, right? It's those people right there. Those are the ones I'm telling, they they, they got phobe. they got phobe everywhere. That's the narrative the media puts out. That's the narrative the Democrat party puts out or the political operatives put out. But yet I would say to you, I don't know anybody in my sphere, and I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody who hates people or doesn't let people live their own life. I mean, I don't hang with those people. I don't know about you if you do, if you're one of those cats, but I I just don't know where they, I mean, that's not the case. We're not hateful people. We just want to live our lives as well. We want to make our own decisions. We'd like to raise our kids the way we like to raise our kids. They're not the government's kids, damn it. And we're not going to play that game. That's another thing that we need to push back on is Uncle Sam. He's out of control, man. He's out of control. They're all our kids now. Shut up already. This ain't your kids. You know, this stuff was really starting to piss me off. I don't know about you. Well, we're we're now. And you now here's like. The, and then oh, come on now. Come on, come on. The woke military. Look at what they've done to our military. Look, I mean, I'm seeing all kinds of reports from. And we'll we'll ask Dell today about some of this. But I'm seeing all kinds of reports on this. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we in fighting shape? Are we military ready? Are we? Uh, you know? Are we combat ready? I mean, they've prioritized all the things that make no matter. It's a social experiment and it's sick beyond sick. I see some people in the military and they're actually flaunting it. I mean, the whole thing, some of the soldiers and stuff, the trends, and the, I mean, they've made that all well, part of the vernacular and they're being protected in the military from a lot of the stories I've seen. And it's become an experiment within the United States military as well, which was all part of the game plan when they rolled this out and they started to change the the rules of engagement. Remember, and it all started with remember the women on the front lines sort of thing, you know, it is remember Again, it's always a drip, 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 drip. You know, that's what it is. And then you wake up one day. And as I say to you all the time, you, one day, you're going to wake up friends. You're going to see the boots walking down the, the street in your boulevard. And you're going to say, what the hell happened to America, man? Jeez, I didn't realize we were that far gone. I didn't think they were coming to my neighborhood. <laughs> Screw New York and San Francisco, L.A. and Chicago. We knew they were third world shitholes anyways. But I didn't think they were coming to my neighborhood. You know, That's exactly where they're at now, isn't it, man? And that's what it is. A lot of you people who have your head up your backside, man, out there, you know? It's like, you know, you're not going to worry about it until they come into your neighborhood. And then it's like, oh, geez, I guess we lost this one, Marge. Find another country to live in because this one sucks. <laughs> and about where we're headed, people. And then I see this report to so wrap this all up in a neat little package for you. And this really grabs my me. This really irritates me now here. Here you go. So the U.S. Surgeon General. Yeah, yeah, that guy, Vivek Murthy. You know the dude I'm talking about there? So he issues an advisory here this past week. Here that uh, uh, social media risk for youth mental health is a real problem in our country. The mental health we have a health crisis, a mental health crisis, and it's 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 off the charts. Suicide, depression, people are messed up. You know, drugs, all this kind of thing, and they they they're trying to figure it out. And then well, it must be that social media stuff. You know what I mean? It's got to be that social media stuff. I mean, come on, they're being indoctrinated there, right? I mean, sure. It has nothing to do, friends, with the fact that, uh, you know, the, that, um, you know, we, we're jam- we've totally indoctrinated them in the school system. It has nothing to do with that. We've got all these classes and programs and all this stuff that confuses the hell out of people. I've had people in my house recently who shared these stories with me, personal stories, who were confused with gender from school. And young young people and telling me what they were up against and stuff, uh, friends of my my own children and stuff, and uh, it's um, it's shocking, it's shocking of what what's taking place there. And uh, so they they've got this advisory warning out now that uh, that this is a real problem in our country, and uh, they want to come up with ideas and thoughts with American Psychological Association on how to combat some of this discrimination and bullying have become a real problem. Well, but they've divided the kids. They're talking about things the kids shouldn't be talking about. They're teaching sex and adolescent stuff to the kids, to the adolescents, that they should have no business learning. What happened to just playing with a G.I. Joe or a truck like we used to do as kids, right? Right? Or paint a rainbow-colored crayon picture, man, stay a kid as long as you can stay a kid. Not so much today, friends. They've got everything jamming at you here. And so now the government is wondering why the kids are screwed up. I can't figure it out, I guess, or blame it on whatever they can blame it on, social media stuff. So all of that is part of the conversation today, friends. And um, wow, this is uh, this this is a story that is so concerning. It's, it's the social cultural rot of America. That's what we're dealing with. It's the social cultural rot of America. And friends, all these things are used to keep America going down the path it's beyond socialist socialism is a soft and fuzzy word, but we are surely and surely uh, and surely becoming a communist uh, Marxist environment country. They sound like harsh words, but uh, we surely you look at all the evidence right now and you look at historically what's happened in other countries with freedoms and rights. And you see it's happening right here in the light of day and it's happened in our lifetime. And as I've said to you many times before, and I, I don't say this with any 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 uh, pride, uh, pu- no pun intended. With that, by the way, but uh, you know, we're going from Brokaw's greatest generation to the most screwed up generation there ever was in the in the in the notion of mankind, the history of mankind, and for that, we are in the process of losing our nation, and losing our rights and freedoms and our liberties. Well, listen, we're going to come back with a couple of expert guests here and talk more about all of this. And uh, it's it's a blistering conversation, to be sure. But there's some science behind this as well. I know not the science they use with COVID. I'm not talking about that safe and effective science. But there is some science behind this as well, which we'll talk about uh, today uh, on the broadcast here. Uh, so welcome in here to Malcolm at Eight. I want to tell you about that new feature on the platform, AmericaOutloud.shop. This was created for all of you out there. And it's all of the offers we've negotiated with the best discounts. And you, a lot of them, you're, it's remarkable. You, oh, you'll only get those discounts here at America Out Loud. Uh, take a look in there. Um, but uh, the wellness company's products are in there. Spike support, the cofix and clear, uh, the nasal hygiene, uh, you know, healthy cell, all of the, it, there's marvelous products in that, uh, shop, uh, americroutloud.shop is just remember that. So you don't have to remember all the other URLs anymore, but you'll get the discounts right there. Check it out and uh, and be sure to uh, keep yourself healthy. And if you have questions, send them in and uh, we'll, we'll help you make the right decision that's right for you. We'll take a quick pause and we'll return in just a moment here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change, contact our producer at Liberty at Liberty
1: at
0: One thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's CofixRX.com. Save 20% by using promo code
1: OUTLOUD at CofixRX.com.
0: Welcome back, friends, uh, to Malcolm at Eight, uh, the voice of a nation. It is indeed Malcolm Out Loud here. Privileged to be with you always. Thank you for joining us on the mission here. Uh, this is a topic today that is very edgy, very controversial. Uh, some people stay away from the topic altogether. But, you know, at the dinner table, I, w- I was always one to talk about everything they said not to talk about. Religion and politics were two of my favorites, actually. <laughs> And so is this kind of stuff here, because we can't solve the problems if we don't bring them out into the light of day, clearly. But, you know, we can also do this respectfully as ladies and gentlemen. And as I addressed up front to you, listen, I, I have no means to discourage anybody from living their life fully in whatever capacity they wish to live it. But there's an ideology, uh, an ideological shift happening in our nation that is not healthy for anybody. And it's not even healthy for the gay community, the trans community, the white community, the black community, um, any community. It's not a healthy environment. It is a, is a, a crumbling of society that we're seeing right now. I want to bring on here uh, first uh, to the broadcast, Patricia Antone joins me here. She's got a great op-ed up on this uh, topic. here. never one to back down from edgy topics and conversations, but always backs it up with facts and data. And uh, that's important. So it's one thing to just talk trash. It's another thing to come out with what's really happening. So that article is, what is the end goal of targeting in? targeting your kids target. You got to get that target in, right? You got to, and that's the target is target your kids, right? the targeting of your kids. Hmm. What is the end goal people? What do you think the end goal is the ideology here? Patricia is an author, activist, a constitutional conservative, a fantastic writer, author, big thinker, uh, and uh, uses as her backdrop and her blueprint, the United States constitution, by the way, that's the, that's, that's that's the book. That's the one right there. Patricia, welcome to the broadcast here. Thank you for joining us. And let me ask you that question straight out so people can understand it. What's the end goal, do you think, of target and target in our kids? What is it? In, in
2: 1963, actually, the communist goals, the 45 goals of communism were actually read into the congressional record. So this campaign to basically degrade American society enough that their, their vision can can supplant it. This is not a new thing. But, you know, as as Her- Ernest Hemingway wrote in, in the, this novel, The Sun Also Rises, was a really good observation about the nature of self-induced calamity. When, when the protagonist of the story, he was asked, how did you go bankrupt? And his answer was two ways gradually and then suddenly. And I think that's a perfect metaphor for what we're seeing in the country right now. You know now. I, I
0: got to tell you I I quote Hemingway a lot these days. Just as a side reference point to you Patricia. I really do quote him a lot. I find myself doing that a lot today. Um mm-hmm. he always has words of wisdom, doesn't he? But uh yeah
2: go ahead well, that's a, that's a, such a well crafted observation about about what it is to induce your own calamity it it does come on slowly what's well, the, so, the, the frog in the exactly, pot a frog in the pot exactly exactly and in the 60s we were deciding well and and look at some of these some of these goals of communism and of course i'm not going to read them all but four of them are are extremely telling because we're seeing them happen in real time it's unfolding right now emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. What are we doing? We're, we're starting pre-K. Oh, we should have government funded pre-K now discredit the family as an institution. How much, how much is that? Those
0: those are part of the goals you're saying, right?
2: These are part of the goals, yeah, infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social with uh social religion and that is exactly what so we hold having on to now. Hold Even on. the churches are all right. not- all
0: right, so hold on now so this is it, 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 all right now the year this happened was 1963 correct
2: The year this was read into the congressional record was 1963, correct. Right.
0: And I recall the date because this this reference point is used quite a bit by some of our brilliant writers and show hosts pretty consistently as a reference Mm -hmm. point of where we're at. So here's the thing. I referenced up front the fact that we're looking more and more like a communist nation every day we wake up in the morning. We're one more day closer to those boots coming down the boulevard in our own neighborhoods when everybody says what happened what happened you know i make light exactly, of it in that well, and, way that's how i feel
2: yeah the defining the defining characteristic mm-hmm. of that kind of society is of course central control mm-hmm. and instead of regard for the individual as the as the basically the the foundation of moral conduct we have collectivized groups so so in other words the government authorizes itself to pursue statistical parity among factions right Mm -hmm. instead of being being um, basically accountable to the treatment of individuals
0: right so these companies and organizations who have made the decision and there's so many of them as i say uh disney's made a decision a really dumb decision as far as i can because Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't even like Disney before they made that decision, but I like them a hell of a lot less now. And I wouldn't visit one of their parks if it was free. No, but I spend several hundred dollars on a ticket for one of those places uh, for yeah, a whole well, host and, of and,
2: reasons. And, and people think, well, aren't these companies learning after what happened? To Bud Light? Didn't <laughs> didn't they learn? Well, it's not that they, there's nothing to learn. They understood. Target didn't think, oh, it's a great idea to teach parents how to penis shame their toddler they're they're not coming up with this stuff on their own this is a cei score that they are chasing
0: well hold on now stop there let's tell people what you're talking about because you're talking uh, we went right into cei score oh. explain to folks well let's explain to folks what a cei score is and and how and you also mentioned um well and i hate to bring up his name in any lovingly way but george sorrows is always behind these sort of mechanisms
2: there you go. The, the human rights campaign is is a is the yeah. world's largest LBGTQIA political lobbying group. And it is heavily funded by George Foro, uh, Soros um foundations, different, different, you know, one society open society and that sort of Uh, stuff. So so yes, Soros is involved in funding the Human Rights Campaign, which is the largest LBGTQIA political lobbying group. And they are overseeing this scoring system. It's a social scoring system, a lot like China's. The CEI is Corporate Equity Index or Equality Index. And what it basically does is it measures an organization's commitment to pursuing and, and promoting the uh the lbgtq lifestyle ideology and and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and the political yeah. agenda obviously that's what that's what it does and it's actually a subset of the ESG movement which seeks to actively penalize people who are entities actually not not individuals that don't entities. go along
0: with that in yeah. other words right
2: right exactly mm-hmm
0: well, and, and you had there are four bullet points you have referenced even in your piece. Let me throw them out there a minute because they're they're fascinating. Replacing merit with so-called equity and hiring and contracting uh, when applied equity decisions distribute opportunities to a supposedly marginalized category rather than selecting the most qualified candidate. We've seen that mm-hmm. built in a long time now. Normalizing and celebrating LGBTQIA+. Again, it's is the normalizing this sort of behavior that uh, you know because you want everyone else to accept that guys want to wear dresses or drink out of cans with trans people on the cans?
2: Well, and and note here that normalizing LGBTQ, normalizing all of that is number eight on the communist uh, there goals. You go.
0: There you go. I, I like the way you tied in 1963, the reading of those. I bring that did important to say that into our congressional records. Uh, that's the reason I've referenced that year again, because it was a moment in time that we need to continue to point out to people. There was a game plan here is what we're saying, Patricia. Mm-hmm. There was a exactly. game plan here. There's, None of this
2: is accidental. not, accidental not mistakes.
0: Here. That's we're right. That's right. Mistakes. You know, no, you're right. And you also say here in those four bullet points, increasing unionization and opposing fossil fuels. That was all part of that as well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they need to centralize, they needed to get control over medicine as well. They need to get control over the necessities of human civilization. So that would be fuel and food and, and uh, the social organization itself. So, yeah, that's these are all planned out. This is not. This is not an accident. It's not a miscalculation. And that's why we don't need to be scratching our heads going, okay. why aren't they learning from our response mm-hmm. to this stuff? Right. There's nothing to learn. They they are doing precisely. All right. One other quick they'll question. They'll do it until they're, the organization yeah. doing it is actually crashed.
0: All right. One other quick question. I want to get Dale in on the conversation here in a moment. Uh, and uh, so and, uh, these corporations who are making the decisions, what's your sense or do you have a feel of what are you seeing and reading and understanding about the shareholders I mean some of the shareholders and I'm sure it's divided probably in a lot of these entities but I would imagine if you invested heavily or you're part of a shareholder in one of these organizations you're got to be pretty livid when you see losses that are 20 30 50 a hundred billion dollars in the case of Disney uh you've got to be pretty lit no
2: I would think so I and I think that that uh, that kind of a lawsuit for breach of fiduciary responsibility, Mm-hmm. Would be one of the few things that would have a lot of impact. So I, I think the combination of losses uh, generated by consumer reaction, but then I think these people need to to be held accountable in the courts for their their breach of fiduciary responsibility to the shareholders.
0: So it's another way to fight back. You're saying, you know, it
2: is another way to fight yeah. back. Hundred
0: you know? percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, right. I
2: wanted to bring up one other thing really quick, and that is that this idea they they the lgbtq all of these people have been telling us for decades that it would, they were born that way and that uh, that was that underscored the reason that they deserved protection but what they're doing is they're proving it wrong <laughs> because the incidence of lgbtq identification has gone up exponentially since they brought it into the schools and have been promoting it actively recruiting and now it's one in 5 kids that is being claimed by this identity, and we wonder, you know, what is what is the attraction? What what is the seductive power right, of this? Right. And it's because, yeah, they uh, they if they if they claim an identity there under LGBTQ, it absolves the child of this collective guilt that they're laying on people. It uh, gives them a fake marginalized status, mm-hmm. which is treated as if it were right. virtue, right, and right. then they get celebrated as heroic.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Stay right there. Let me bring on Dale Wilbur now. And Dale is a former CIA Department of Defense Intelligence. He's been a great writer here at America Out Loud for many years. And also, I must say to you, he is the voice and the brain behind the his- history minutes on America Out Loud. And they are outstanding I had a bunch of comments in this past week for them, we run them every day here on the network. They're, they're heard all over the world and people appreciate the fact we're teaching history again. And they comment on it a lot, uh, saying they really appreciate the fact that we're doing those and sharing history. And, uh, and Dale is, uh, he, he writes those and crafts them and uh, he puts them together here and runs on the network here. Uh, so, uh, Dale, welcome to the broadcast here. And, uh, so I want to ask you let me paint this visual for you Dale you walk into uh a, a bar a, a some sort of a bar and you know the guys are up uh, guys are up at the bar there and you know they're serving drinks and what have you and, and maybe a couple of got some, got a shot of bourbon others are doing something else some got a bud light and they bring the can out with the trans gal on there whatever and start handing that to the guys and what are the guys supposed to think at that point in drinking a can that is now got a a um and bud light has suffered greatly for this thing and they are they are man they're beside themselves talk about shareholders but talk about a brand going south i don't know if anybody's gone those people who've left that brand do you think any of them will go back Dell but what kind of a decision was that for bud and what what's that scenario look like here <laughs>
1: Well, uh, first of all, thanks for for having me, and uh, but I also must say it's awful bold of you to assume that I would walk into a bar. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: there you go, there but, you go. Uh, I, I, no, no intent, no harm. There, no harm. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, the thing that I, I have to—I was at the grocery store the other day uh, to uh, uh, pick up some some <laughs> supplies for for this this long weekend, yeah. and I walked down the beer aisle and there were, case, there were cases of Bud Light that uh, a case was on sale after all the rebates or whatever for $1.99 for a case of Bud Light. So that that tells you a lot right well, What there would that have sold power. for
0: before, Dale? I don't even know. I don't buy Bud. What, what would that so- – any idea?
1: I don't know. I don't drink Bud Light either. Oh, but, oh uh, yeah. It, pro- it probably would – I would guess that it would have been – there's 24 cans right. in a oh, case. Wow. Wow. So I would assume that probably a uh, – a 25. case of Bud Light would 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 be 20, 25 bucks. I'm yeah, wondering. there
0: you go. That's my guess. When I don't I don't drink beer. Period. I think it tastes like crap. But uh, but if you like Bud uh, and Bud Light, probably one of the least best tasting uh, beer you know beer brands. I think, but people like it. They, probably they liked it because it was cheap. I guess right. A lot of people liked it that for that way. But now it's real cheap. You get it for a buck ninety nine. You save for a case and get high, huh?
1: Yeah, I, you know, like I said, I, I was—I I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I was—I kind of chuckled to myself. But uh, you know, one one thing I would like to would like to mention in that, you know, I I avoid using the the word gay. When when I'm talking about homosexuals, because mm-hmm. you know, gay, they've usurped that word. Gay used to be, ah. you know, when you you look it up in the dictionary, you know, and it's it's a it's an emotional uh, word. I mean, it, it it defines a light and airy and happy attitude and um emotion, and and it's been usurped by the uh, by the homosexual community. You know, I refer to them as you know, as what they are, homosexuals, or you know, the alphabet people, because they keep adding letters to you know the LGBT do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's hard to keep up anymore with with all of the letters that are continually being added. And uh, one other thing I would add to what Patricia was talking about the the four goals of uh, of a uh, of a Marxist uh, takeover, basically, and that is undermining civil authority and what has been going on in our country now for quite a, a number of years is the discrediting of, of law enforcement you know the police are 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 turned into these evil beings uh, when in effect they're you know they are actually the defenders of our of our democracy along with you know on the local level along with the military on the uh, the national and international level
0: I don't know people that tend to that have any particular problem with somebody being gay or trans. It's it's the fact of what they're trying to do publicly with Adele and the way that they are. Like I said, started with the gay parades. Now it's got to be all over your food products got to be on the drinks you do it's got to be on and then it's teaching it to all the kids and they've got to accept it and know that that's it then you've got the storytelling don't forget you got that storytelling stuff at the library going on as well and in the school and a lot of people that think that's cool what what are we talking here are we talking in, in let me ask patricia that question she may even know the answer to this dale and then have you all pine as well on it. but what are we talking does anybody have any idea is it is it one percent are we tr- are we changing? I I don't really know. Are we changing society for one percent or two percent or five percent or any idea, Patricia? What that number is?
2: Well, among the millennials, the the definition or the uh, the identification with the alphabet sex people. I like that, Dell. I'll I'll go ahead and appropriate that. That uh, it's about one in five now, uh, just just short of one in five, are identifying as LGBTQIA, and it used to be roughly 2%. When you and I were growing up, did anybody ever no. have a trans in their no. school experience? I mm-hmm. mean, you know, that, that this is the idea that we're going to normalize that and the way they are doing it so aggressively. The purpose being served there is to undermine the family as the nuclear unit of society. That's the whole entire purpose, because kids who identify as trans will be disabled they it, it's hard to form a a, a durable pair bond mm-hmm. or a family right. if you identify with something that causes you to oppose your biology
0: yeah yeah here's the kicker and Dell speak to this point here if you don't accept that ideology that patricia just talks about there then you and just like everything else the operatives use like it's same thing with race Uh, They'll call you the racist. They'll call you the homophobe. They'll call you the transphobe. They'll call you whatever phobe it is. So if you're not accepting what they're selling, you become part of the problem. And that's how they push that out into society. And that's why a lot of people, a lot of good people don't want to talk about this stuff. And they really are burying their heads in the sand and they don't want to have these conversations. They're difficult conversations to have. What do you say to that, Dell?
1: Well, I, I would agree with what Patricia said earlier, that this is all part of a decades long plan. And uh, it actually kicked into uh, overdrive in 2008, I believe it was, when Barack Obama promised us that he was going to fundamentally transform the United States. Now, at the time he said that, you know, he he, he prefaced that by saying America is the greatest country on the face of the earth. Join me as we fundamentally transform the United States. And I scratched my head at the time because I'm like, if America is the greatest, why the hell does it need fundamental transformation? You know, and certainly uh, Soros, uh, you know, uh, Barack Obama isn't doing this out of his own pocket. You know, this is he's got... Uh, obviously funding in that behind him. And as you and I have discussed before, uh, Malcolm, when I've referred to them as the Obamunists, which are the, uh, the the supporters of his ideology and his, uh, his fundamental transformation. But that's, that's what's taking place. Uh, this country is being transformed right before our very eyes. And everything that was once right is now wrong. And everything that was once wrong is now right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is perfectly said in a good segue as we go to pause here. Our friends, uh, Dale Wilbur puts it out there perfectly, man, right there. You hear the words, but uh, black is white, white is black, right is wrong, wrong is right, day is night, night is day, uh, it's just the way it is now. And the language they use, projectionism, uh, the, the Marxist left used projectionism, We got to be very careful how we use the word Democrat. Got to be very careful. There are a lot of beautiful Democrat people in the center, just to the left of center. And those folks who get quite alienated when you call out the whole Democrat group and caught and put them all in the trash can. That is not the case. A lot of these people are caught up into this, but there are still a lot of good people that would uh, subscribe to the uh, party of JFK, not the party of AOC, the squad and the Marxist left. Uh, that Obama transformed, as as, uh, Dell was just talking about there. So the questions to think about are a couple here as we move into the uh, next segment here. I want to talk to Dell more about the woke military, what's transpired there, what's the latest on that going on, and how do we fight this? How can we fight this back as God-loving people who wish for everybody to live their life to the fullest? I'm going to, again, suggest to you, I don't think there's anybody on this show right now, and I can speak for myself for sure that has any phobe in this capacity and certainly don't suggest anybody not live their fullest life. That's not at all what this is about here uh, at all. I believe in diversity of thought, diversity of opinion, and people to do whatever they want to do. Well, listen, we, it's all back at Americaoutloud.com friends. We've got uh, the most amazing writers and show hosts uh, on the, around the globe. That's the one big thing that, that people always see about this network and they're just always blown away is the amazing talent. I could not be more proud of uh, best in class, medical doctors, engineers, scientists, military generals, intelligence experts, you name it. We'll take a pause and we'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Well, we're back here with you with uh, Patricia Anton and Del Wilbur. Join me back on the broadcast here. And uh, a little bit of heavy lifting here, and I want to jump right into it. But we're going to talk a little bit more about fighting some of this in a moment here. But, Dell I want to talk to you first and go right to you on this, uh, the military component of this. I have to tell you, in full disclosure, when I started to see the reports... And this happened, a lot of this happened it, it, again. Not being a partisan, funny guy here, but a lot of this did start to transpire under Barack Obama, and it definitely um, it became fast-paced under Joe Biden, which is clearly an extension of the uh, uh, two terms that uh, uh, that Barack Obama served, clearly. Uh, this is the third term of that, probably more, more than anything, friends. Somebody's running the show here. And that's why it's the same cabinet of people that Obama has the same cabinet, really, of, of, um, of people or clowns. I would call them clowns, but that's just my vocabulary. Uh, people that are running the show there. It's the same deal here. and um, But you started to see a lot of the decisions that they were making, Dell And the things I started seeing in the reports from the media, I was really shocked. I thought that was going to be the point that this thing would blow up because we're all waiting for the big, uh, the the big story here that blows this whole thing wide open. I don't know if it's was it going to be Disney, was it going to be the Target thing, was it going to be the kids and what's happening there? And there's some ugly stories that associated with this story we're talking about today. But I thought it was going to be the military. I thought it was. I really thought. I I never thought our United States military would stand for what they are pushing in the in the woke business and making them do and calling them out and forcing them, why aren't more people standing up? And I don't know, but you tell me, what do people think about this right now in your circles of military? And why aren't more people standing up and just saying enough is enough? Back to what I said earlier, we don't push back enough, Dale. Why is that happening?
1: You know, I, I still do uh, uh, some work with the uh, with the military, uh Particularly the the special operations community, and I've had discussions, uh, uh, you know, with a lot. Of them. The ones I work with are all retired now, but you know, uh, involved in in doing some consulting and training and that. And uh, you know, we've had some discussions about this. And to a person, they've all said they could care less, you know, who someone sleeps with, as long as they do their job. And 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 you know, when as the old saying goes, there's there's no atheist in a foxhole. When lead is being slung your direction, right. you could care less about whether someone is a homosexual or not. You know, it, it's about doing the job, surviving the battle and, and, and accomplishing the mission. That's what matters to them, you know? And it's, it, it's disconcerting to see a lot of what's going on, you know, with regards to the military. I mean, I, I was, you know, I am a veteran. I spent three years in the army back uh, towards the end of the Vietnam war. and, you know, I I speak from from experience on the changes that from the time I was in to what I see now in doing some of the work I do with the military. Now, mm-hmm. um, the mindset, the warrior mindset, is is uh, is still there, but it's it's constantly being tugged at from all of these social experimentation. Some people will claim that, well, you know, look what happened with integration, you know, and, and the army, so, the military is so much better now after we integrated the military and, and allowed blacks to serve in, in, you know, in mixed units and everything. And that is true. You know, uh, we survived. That was considered, I guess, at the time a social experiment. But there's a big difference between someone's race. And a person's sexuality, which is much more personal and much more intimate than than you know the the changes that were made in integrating the the uh, the military, you know, racially, and, and I think that that's where the difference lies. Is like I said, it's a much more intimate, much more personal thing, and and it's not uh, something that I think is is open to to. Uh, integration in a sense uh you know as as we had uh, with racial racial integration the the other thing is you know the don't ask don't tell policy was working oh yeah you know oh yeah and yeah and, and and it was working and it it wasn't necessary to change it you know one of the other things that uh, i don't want to ramble on here but one of the other things that bothered me today uh if you look at uh, if you look at google today and, you know, they, a lot of times the word Google will have whatever the day is or whatever it is that they happen to be celebrating. Right. Today the word Google appears by itself, and it's just kind of gray lettering, and that's it. Well, if you, if you click on Google, you'll see, you know, uh, the thank you for all those that served or something uh, to that effect. But unless you click on that, you see nothing but the word Google. I guarantee you. In just a few days, when we reach the month of June, Google is going to be exploding with rainbows all month long. And uh, uh, and if I'm wrong, I'll apologize. But but I I, I can I could bet money that uh, uh, the muted response to yeah. what we're sell- what we're recognizing today in Memorial Day, yeah. uh, is not going to be the same next month.
0: Well, you're exactly right, and you can all experiment with this right now if you're listening to this uh, on talk radio, and it is uh, Google. Uh, it's a gray Google, you're exactly right, and if you put your mouse over it, sometimes you know how subliminally you'll see a word come up, uh, but you have to put the mouse on it to get that. It's how they labeled the uh, the um, picture, if you will. So they labeled the picture of the gray Google with no patriotism, no reference to military, no reference to heroes. No reference to sacrifice. No reference to a darn thing. It says Memorial Day, twenty twenty three. Very very subtle. Now we'll watch what happens with the Pride Month, as Dell says, and see what happens. I have a feel, and I'm glad you just pointed that out, Dell, because I'm going to make a mockery out of that if and when that happens. Uh, to be sure, I'm going to be all over it. But Google is part of the problem. Clearly, they've been indoctrinating. They they tainted lesson uh, elections. They said when Trump won, they were going to make sure that never happened again. And they done well did it. Uh, They were caught in rooms with their hands so far in the cookie jars. They're a corrupt organization. They're a conglomerate and a a corrupt Marxist tech company who is running search uh, engines and telling people what to think, what could possibly go wrong with that, friends, you know. And uh, so people, that's it. Got to get away from stuff like that. Uh, but it's a very good point. You know, Dale, you mentioned the word homosexual. You can't even use that now uh, because when you use any grammar programs or AI programs or anything like that, it immediately comes up and says, you may want to use another word choice because people will be offended by the homosexual word if you use transgenderism or certain words like that, or it, it will also give you a warning. It wants you to use friendly words that they want to promote. It's it's all over. It's already built into the cake with the intelligence and all of that. Uh, so you can't even use that word. You talked about the other words, but that's another word you're, you're, you're being asked not to use. So they're, you know they're putting thoughts and ideas into your minds and what have you. Let's talk about how we fight this thing, please. I want to talk in the time we have here. It's really important. Uh, Patricia, let's start with you on this point here, because you you even have a, a, a piece here. I encourage everybody, if you want to be educated more with facts and data and not just uh, rhetoric and chat, uh, read Patricia's op-ed. It's on the front page of America Out Loud. You'll see it on the left sidebar as well. Talk Radio Talk under there. Uh, what is the end goal of targeting your kids? Uh, and you have a, you have a piece. You actually talk about it. Can we fight it? How do we fight it, Patricia?
2: I think there's a, a number of ways. The first way, and and just like the the leftists are promoting this in a multifaceted approach. We need to fight back in a multifaceted approach. And the first thing is we need to stop using their language. You you just mentioned that they're trying to control the language. The, notice that there wasn't a huge incursion of, of kind of, I call them fail males, into women's sports until the, the major papers and so forth like this started uh, calling them she and acquiescing to the, the pronoun demand.
1: Pronouns, yeah.
2: When people are generally repeating the lies, then it's okay to act on them. So one of the ways that we fight back then is back it up. Stop repeating the lie. Do not refer to a male in feminine terms. So I, that's that's one way that we can fight back. The other way, I think, is to stop... Buying from the big boxes. The big boxes, all the big stores are all going for this stuff. And the smaller ones have to remain responsive to their local market because they can't do otherwise and survive. So back up. We may have to pay a little bit more, but instead of going to Target or Walmart, Walmart has rolled out its pride line and so has Kohl's. Stop it with the big boxes. Let's go to smaller stores, smaller retailers. And honor those people instead because they had to be responsive. And then the third way is when when our 401ks start getting hit with, with losses because these companies are doing what they're doing, they need to be held accountable. I think class action suits that um, that that fight against this uh, basic abdication of fiduciary responsibility.
0: Yeah. Um, Dale, should we um, be offended when we walk into a Target or a Walmart or a Dollar General or whatever it is? I don't know. And we see a, a large, humongous display of rainbow paraphernalia, whatever it might be to buy for the kids. And it's all colorful it's to try for the kids. Should people be offended by that or does it matter?
1: You know, I I, I saw a photograph recently of a display and in, in I believe it was a Target store. And they, it, it was a pride, you know, uh, um, advertisement or whatever, uh, tri- a pride-themed display, and it had children. Now, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have a problem with, you know, I have, you know, in, in in full disclosure here, I have homosexual members in my family, you know, and I don't have a problem with it, never have, you know. I mean, it's it's, it's their, those people's business, you know, as long as, you know, innocent children aren't harmed. But the problem when when you are promoting a certain lifestyle uh, by using small children, I find that offensive. I really do, and I think you know you want to have a, a, a pride advertisement or a pride display in a store. That's fine, go ahead, but keep the children out of it. You know, uh, children are young and impressionable. Uh, they're they're not emotionally nor uh, mature enough to to make decisions that are being forced upon them nowadays by. Uh, By some uh, schools and that that are trying to to claim that children can identify at a at a young age. I mean, that's all flat out. B.S., you know, children are too young and immature and they should not be used in in advertisements that are uh, promoting a something that is controversial to you at, at the least.
2: Yeah, I'm right with you there, Dale. I think I think it's more than just being offended. Are we offended by it? I don't care about offending my sensibilities. I care Uh about normalizing behavior, which is actually not normal. Let's let's it's not normal for a person to oppose their body to teach a child that it's normal that to consider yourself born into the wrong body that is so dangerous. And so, Absolutely. yeah, this is not about us being offended. It's about us recognizing the lie.
0: The
1: lie. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And, and, and it's not just the lie. There's a whole bunch of lies, Patricia, you know. Right. yeah.
2: You're Right, right. A whole
0: bunch of lies, and they're being pushed out onto people. It really does come back to the real argument and debate about normal behavior or what is not normal behavior. But let's put it this way. If you're willing to go in a, in an operation and have your penis cut off, or have, uh, or have one added onto yourself and your own body, or to be doing things to your human body that are just not any sensibility normal by any sense of vocabulary, uh, then, I mean, many experts would call that mentally challenged would be, there would be a, 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 a serious mental problem there. You know, there, there would be a, a concern for that person. The mental health, we're talking mental health, you know, not being gross here in our conversation isn't that right well,
2: easy the easy metric here is is it destructive or is it constructive and and even if you don't well, like how can it, that be normal
0: though there's nothing normal about what i just said
2: well right? No. well right but but maybe instead of using the word normal are we being destructive that the the key thing in all of these these uh leftist ideologies is that they are designed to destroy they are destructive so many, yeah, you just throw yeah. out all the uh, well, the other judgments about it and you just observe the destructive nature. But
0: Trish, isn't this really divide and conquer? Isn't that what it's about, divide and conquer?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. the hell
0: they're doing. It, it, you know, Dell, last word, isn't this divide yeah. and conquer? I mean, isn't that what they're doing all the time? Divide and conquer. Divide. We've seen it building for decades. They've done this all. They've done it big time with race in our country. It's disgusting the conversations these people are having. But isn't that what it is?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it, again, it's been a decades long effort to undermine the traditional values and the traditions of the United States. And, and you know, it, it it's going to continue unless we take a stand and say enough. That's
0: where I started. That's where I started the conversation today, friends. And that's where I'm going to end right there with Dell's comments and perfect the way he said it. Uh, he, and he brought up don't ask, don't tell. He said, you know, and enough. I started that talk today, uh, I, and I did it. And I said, as the parades were coming down USA Main Street, uh, people wanted to make that normal behavior, uh, you know. And that's when they started to hijack the flags and the rainbow. And I remember that. I remember that happening as a younger as a younger guy. When that, and I thought, I thought to myself, it would sort of blow over like that. I can't imagine that'll be a thing at some point. What not Well, I also thought that when they took the vote, the military over, and they started wokeifying that, I also thought that won't catch on, The military people will kick their asses three ways to Sunday, and that, they got away with that as well. Uh, Now they're into all kinds of things, and they're pushing it and jamming it down. Corporate America is all over this thing. It's all too fast, and, you know, and, you know, so what is it, friends? Uh, You know, the final thoughts I'd give you is this, so whatever the percentage is 1 2 or 5% or whatever it might be but what is it, you know is it the 95% of us who have a phobe who want to live our lives in the best way that we can that uh, just don't want to have this indoctrination and we don't want to see our kids and grandkids to be uh, struggling with the uh, the vocabulary and uh, to think that black is white white is black and uh, that uh, you know that that is a normal way of life uh, so that's too much to ask right you know, as Dell just said, enough is enough. It's going to take the rest of all of you out there to stand up and say, again, as ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be grotesque. You know, you, both Patricia and Dell were very much ladies and gentlemen on this program today, as I was. And uh, so, you know, and we all know who's a lady and who's a gentleman on the program as well. Isn't that a beautiful thing, huh? <laughs> but you know, we can still do this, but we've got to stand up and push back, friends, and say that is enough. And you do it by the power of boycotting as well. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.